on episode 545 of the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast, I discuss a tactic for how you can gauge your success that's both fun and motivating. You can find the full show notes for this episode at 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash 545. you decided you're ready to make a change to reclaim your health and fitness the 40 plus fitness podcast is here for you each week we dive deep into health and fitness topics that affect those of us over 40 i'm alan meisner i'm an nsam certified personal trainer with specializations in corrective exercise behavior change and fitness nutrition a fai certified functional aging specialist and an ota level 2 online trainer I'm joined each week by our co-host, Rachel Everett. She is an NASN certified personal trainer and a RRCA level one run coach. Let us be your coaches as you find your way on your health and fitness journey. All right, let's go. Are you still struggling to lose weight? Do you get winded walking up a flight of stairs? Do you look in the mirror and see an older looking you staring back? Now, you can hit the jump forward button a couple times and forget we had this conversation, or you can listen to what I have to say. It doesn't have to be this way. We can wipe away the frustration and get amazing results. You can lose the weight. You can get more fit. You can look and feel years younger. I've designed the Be Fit for Task program to give you the jump start you've needed and the tools to keep you going. You'll have the guidance to find your path to health and fitness. You'll have direct accountability from me, Coach Allen, and you'll have support to get you through the hard spots. After the six-week Be Fit for Task program, you'll have lost weight, gotten stronger and more fit, and you'll have the motivation and confidence to be the person you should be, fit for task. I'm so confident that Be Fit for Task will work for you that I'm offering a 40-day full money-back guarantee. If you don't feel this program is doing everything I promise, I'll give you your money back. You have nothing to lose. I have a limited number of slots available. So pause this podcast and go to 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash BFFT to let me know you're interested in learning more. That's 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash BFFT. You can be fit for tasks with 40 plus fitness, 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash BFFT. Hey, Raz, how are things? Good, Alan. How are you today? I'm doing all right. Uh, just good. staying busy. Just staying busy. Yes. <laughs> That's good. Busy is well, good. Yeah. Uh, a lot of moving parts, uh, you know, working with clients. You know, I, I'd stopped for a little while taking on new clients and had taken mm-hmm. a break from, from that. I, I kept my old clients. I kept clients that have been around for a while, but I wasn't adding new clients. And so over the course of the last month, uh, I've been adding new clients and oh, good. it's, it's interesting because I was, I was admittedly a little burned out when I took my break last time. Uh, but I'm, you know, I'm finding this time that it's, I'm much more energetic about it. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really excited to be bringing new clients on, um, to the new program that I'm doing And six weeks good. actually feels right. You know, I was doing That's 12 good. weeks and, uh, it was, you know, it was intense and it was an intense mm-hmm. 12 weeks. And then, you know, I had at one point. Uh, I think I had 11 clients going wow. through the 12-week program all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, and so it was just, it was a little too much. So mm-hmm. um, I think six weeks I can handle 12 sure. and, um, you know, then take a break and see how things go. But um, 
you know, this, this is working out really good. And, and I'm, I'm yeah. loving the reactions and what's happening with the clients that are going through the program because they're seeing good. success, Yay. you know, and, and, and you'd think of six weeks. No, they're not seeing like this crazy success from a, a standpoint. We're going to talk a little bit about, you know, measurement mm-hmm. and how things look and, you know, so no, they're not saying the scales like just falling off a cliff, but it is, <laughs> it's trending, it's going down. But that's important, and, yeah. and that's important. And they say so. But what 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 is more specific with this group as I'm going through it this time is their mindset mm-hmm. shift. They're they're coming at this now with a can't lose attitude. Wow, you know, that's great. And you go through six weeks and have the confidence that what you're doing is working, mm-hmm. and that you can get this done. You'll get it done. Yeah. Well, they'll probably learn so much that they can carry forward, but that's great. Things are trending in the right direction. Absolutely. That's fantastic. How are things up there? Oh, really wonderful. Mike and I just went on a backpacking trip over the weekend. We were testing our gear for our upcoming trip to Isle Royale and it was a beautiful weekend. Um, We did really well. Definitely hard backpacking with a lot of weight (laughs) in the backpack, (laughs) something I haven't done in a while, but um, it was a great trip and just gorgeous. Michigan is beautiful right now in the summer. Did you load your packs in such a way that they'll be about the same weight that they would be when you were going to do the the longer one or no, not yet. We, I feel like starting out, we wanted to have a little bit lighter of a pack because once we're on Isle Royal, I imagine my pack will be in the 30 ish pound range. And so I wore about, um, 18 pounds, just enough for an overnight, but we still had the tent, the sleeping bag, the water purifier, you know, the, the thing, the gear that we will take with us. So really what we would be adding to our pack later will be extra, a couple extra clothing items and a lot more food because yeah. <laughs> we'll be on the Island, I think five or six days. I really can't remember. And so we only did an overnight. So we only had two days worth of food. So, um, but everything worked splendidly. It was a great first outing. So we got a lot look to look forward to. Well, good. Yeah. And, and last week we had Katie uh, Gerber yeah. on and she was talking. So this is kind of that thing of oh, get yourself yeah. ready for your pack, mm-hmm. understand what your needs are. Uh, yeah. And then, then yeah, train, train physically train, and mentally train, train, train for it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So it was a great time. Yep. Awesome. Great. Well, you ready to get into this week's episode? Sure. So today I wanted to talk to you about a way of uh, checking in with yourself, uh, seeing how well you're doing and doing it in a way uh, that's fun and gives you uh, a, a big benefit. Uh, a lot of times when I've done ratings uh, and things with my clients in the past, uh, it was really hard to get to a point where they felt successful uh, in their journey. Uh, if we w- and, and that typically was because we were measuring the wrong things. So today I want to talk about a new process that I'm in, I've implemented with my clients called the MNS temperature check. And it's a, a combination of several different things, several different people I've talked to over the years. Uh, and there's a little bit of behavior science uh, built into this whole thing. So Hear me out. Here's how it goes. So typically when we're trying to determine how well we're doing on our health and fitness journey, uh, we focus on results. Uh, did the scale go down? Did, did I, my strength improve uh, from workout to workout? Um, but one of the problems with measuring results is we don't always have control over those results. This, you might be doing everything right. All your activities, all your efforts are exactly what you should be doing. 
uh, but the scale doesn't move. Or uh, you go into the gym and your energy is just a little off. And so you're not quite as strong this workout as you were the last time. And it's nothing that you did wrong. It's just sometimes the results don't fully align with the effort and activity. And it's never a straight line. So that's often why we're seeing this. Um, and then when we have objective measures, uh, so we say, okay, did we do our workout uh, today? It often gets to feeling like it's just a checkbox. So my clients are like, I'm like, did you do your workout today? Yes, no. Uh, it becomes very checkbox for some people. Uh, it doesn't really rate how well that workout went, how, how they felt about that workout. It's objective. Did you do it or not? Yes or no. And this process can also lead to a very uh, perfectionist role, meaning if I wanted to work out four days per week and something came up this week and I didn't get that fourth workout in, did I fail? Uh, a lot of people will feel like they had, uh, not counting the fact that they had three great workouts. Uh, they look at that fourth and they think that, that they didn't get and they, they think they failed. And, and many people will use this as an opportunity to fall off. Uh, they're looking for perfection uh, when what we should be looking for is progress. So uh, a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, I guess it's been a while, um, I had an interview with Alan Aragon, and he introduced a rating system in his book that was very subjective. And I really liked that. And that's why I pulled it out in that interview. Uh, it's episode 541. You can hear a little bit about that, about that there. Alan's fascinating. And it's a really great book on eating for performance uh, that I highly recommend. Probably the best book I've read uh, this year so far. And with his subjective rating, one of the other key points he brought up was that he want, you want to just make sure that you're in the high range or, or, or pushing up into the high ranges most of the time. That's, that's how we would measure success. So it's, it's going to be much more subjective about how you feel about the things that you've done. Now, I've done something like this in the past, and I used a traffic light. Um, and I've seen that used in different masterminds and groups that I've been a part of over the years. Uh, and that can be pretty good. Uh, the problem I have with the traffic light, though, is what happens if you're not quite yellow and you're not quite green? And what happens if you're not quite red, but you're not quite yellow? Uh, so you can see that, that you know, that, that doesn't really give you much of a, a range to really project where you stand. And so it becomes this kind of, well, is it more red than yellow? Is it more, you know, green than yellow? You start having those kind of dialogues between the person coaching and the individual being coached. So I came up with the idea of using temperatures. And the reason I like temperatures is a, a few different reasons, but it's a very broad range. And so if you're thinking in terms of the temperature from freezing all the way to boiling, it gives you a pretty good range and it gives you an opportunity to just pick something uh, that feels more like what you're feeling with regards to how you're doing. So how do we do this? What are we going to measure? Okay. Um, well, what we want to measure with the MNS is movement, nutrition, and self-care. Now, I believe if you're doing these three things well, then you're improving your health. Uh, you, you just are. So obviously we know what movement is. That means that you're moving throughout the day. Uh, you're getting your exercises and your training in. Uh, nutrition means that you're overall, you're eating well, uh, good quality food. Uh, it means that your, your food, you're not eating too much. 
uh, and it means that you're getting the nutrition that your body needs. Uh, Self-care includes a lot of different things. Uh, It can include your sleep, your stress management, social connections. Are you avoiding toxins? Um, and are you doing things that bring you joy? So there's, there's a lot wrapped up in that word self-care, uh, but I didn't want this to be eight different things we're trying to measure. Uh, I broke it into the three core foundational things, movement, nutrition, and self-care. And so let's take just a moment to go through how this MNS temperature check works. And, and I might change the name of that in the future, but uh, this is just descriptive. So of course, M equals movement, N equals nutrition, and S equals self-care. Okay. These are going to be our foundations for wellness and longevity. So what we want to do is we want to periodically, typically maybe like once a week, check in with ourselves. How are we doing? How do we feel? Okay. And I would encourage you to do this on paper rather than on a computer, maybe even a calendar, you know, on episode uh, 446, uh, I had Tony Horton on and he recommended using a paper calendar, uh, writing a red X each time you did your workout. Uh, and if you're seeing more X's on the, that sheet, than you are blank blanks, uh, then you're doing the right thing. And then what I would say is if you're doing that, then at the end of the week, sit down and record your temperatures. Um, now, one of, the re- one of the reasons I really like this process is because it really fits well with my slip to success model, where you're forgiving yourself, you're learning and planning, and you're acting. And I'll get into the, the full process of all this in just a minute. But uh, if you're interested in learning more about that slip to success process, I do have a guide that's free. You can go to 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash slip. And there you'll find uh, a copy of that guide. It walks you through the thought process of slip to success. And it's part of the backbone of how this uh, process that I put together works with with my clients and now with myself. Okay, it is a two-part process. The first part is measurement. The second part is the look forward next week or next period, however however you're doing this. So the first thing you do is you ask yourself how you feel about your week for each of the three foundations, movement, nutrition, and self-care. And then I want you to use the words that you use to describe temperature. So you could say freezing, you could say boiling, you could say cooking, you could say lukewarm, you could say chilly. Um, Just the words that you like to use that aptly describe what that temperature is um, for you. And so if if you're doing great, everything's wonderful and you really feel happy about your success and how you're doing with this one thing, say nutrition, you had a great week. Uh, you might say boiling. Um, if you're having a bad week, you missed a couple workouts or your energy level in the, in the way you approach the workouts, you just weren't really motivated to work hard. And you know, you didn't really push yourself as hard as you should have. Um, you might want to say that you're lukewarm or cold. And so you can use the words that you like to use that are going to give you a good feel for where you are. Okay. And, um, after you do that, try to provide a little bit of color of why you feel that way. Okay. Maybe I, I don't feel good about my workouts, uh, cause I had a couple obstacles and instead of being able to go into the gym for an hour and a half, I really could only get in there for half an hour. So I did get a workout in, uh, but it wasn't as good a workout as it would have been if I'd been able to stay in the gym a little bit longer. So I have obstacles, I have roadblocks, maybe a saboteur, 
you know, my wife is in the United States right now, uh, wedding planning. And so I have a little bit of double duty trying to run the gym, run this, run Lula's. And that kind of puts a lot of stress on when and what I can do. So, you know, there's that. And then there's just the emotions, you know, sometimes you just go into the gym and you're just not emotionally ready to do what you need to do. Um, and so there's different things that can be going on. So you can kind of write, write those things down. So you have a, a little bit of color to why, uh, you said cold for, uh, your workouts and you can have some color why you feel really good about your nutrition, you know, whole food, planned meals, and, and at least at that point, you know, okay, when I do these things, I, I get boiling. When I don't, what do I get? And this is going to give you a lot of information that's going to help you moving forward. So at the end of each week or each period, however you want to break it up, you do a measurement and you do it on a temperature scale. And then you kind of put a little bit of color to it. Why, why was it the way it was? Then we get to talk part two of this process. Now, part two is where we ask ourselves, okay, based on what I know, what's, what I see, what is one area of these three that if I put a little bit more energy and effort, I could move the needle and move the needle a, a good bit. And so I would say, if you're, if you're already boiling on your fitness, keep doing what you're doing. And if you need to improve your nutrition, then that's the one. Maybe, maybe you had a lot of stress this week and you need to do something about stress. Okay. That's your one thing. And I, I want you to limit it to one thing. And, and the reason is this is, this is going to be your big rock. This is the one thing, you know, is going to move the needle the most for you. So this is where you want your intention for the week to be. You really want to apply effort to this. And if we try to do more than one thing at a time, we often dilute our effort across all those things and we're not quite as successful. So don't be trying to pick up all the big rocks. There might be a lot of them, but know which is the biggest rock, know which one, you know, you can do, and that is the best one for you to do now. And then think through some actionable steps, some things that you can do strategies and tactics that you can implement. They're going to help you do this better. So if my nutrition was off and I know, because I've seen it in previous weeks, that batch cooking on Sunday makes me much more effective at maintaining and staying on plan, then I need to add batch cooking to my week. I need to make sure that I do that. Um, if it means, okay, I need to go through the pantry and throw out some things that I really don't need and don't want in there, then I do that. So write out some strategies and tactics, the things that are going to help you be successful as you go into this next week. So I want to share a few key points about this, okay? It's subjective. And with it being subjective, it's going gonna, it's gonna to rely on how you feel at point in time. So yes, recognize that you want to do this when you're clear-headed, when you, you're not mad or angry or frustrated, but just sit down and subjectively, but object, objectively, but subjectively, write down your temperatures, write down why you feel that way, and then write down what your plan is to go forward. This is going to require honesty. Now, if you're checking in with me as a coach, I, I need you to be honest. I need you to be honest with yourself and I need you to be honest with me. But if you're doing this check-in for yourself, then you need to be honest with yourself because if you're lying to yourself, you're not going to get very far. And then what this does, this process builds self-awareness. Why, why did I have a cold week? Because this happened, because I did that, because I didn't do that. This builds self-awareness for you to understand what the obstacles are, the, the things you maybe do to sabotage your own trip. And so this self-awareness is a part of a, it's a reiterative process of do, learn, improve over time. 
So we're going to do what we do. We're going to learn from our mistakes. We're going to learn from our successes as well. And it's all going to be recorded uh, as you go through this process each week. And it's quick. This is not like you have to sit down and get on a scale and pull out tape measures and then go get a blood test. And do all you know, it's, it's just a quick sit down. Uh, this whole exercise shouldn't take more than a few minutes. Um, and as you get better at it, uh, you'll sit down and just be able to say, okay, I'm uh, cold in nutrition. I'm cooking with my movement and I'm say lukewarm with my self-care. Uh, my plan for the next week, batch cook, so I can get my nutrition back on track. Um, avoid going to the restaurants because I'm more likely to order a beer at, at a restaurant than I am if I stay home. So just recognize it's very quick. You can get that done in just a few minutes. So to summarize this MNN temperature check process, okay, you're looking at movement, nutrition, and self-care. These are the three foundations of wellness and longevity. There are two parts, and each is just a quick thought exercise, very quick. Uh, you take a look back and you assess your temperature on movement, nutrition, and self-care using the words that you like to use that give you a good feeling that you're understanding where you are. Um, and then you want to look forward. What do, we, what do we learn from this? What can we do next week to make our intentions and make sure that we're doing something a little better? And then we get that incremental improvement because we implement a new strategy or a new tactic and we see incremental improvement. And as you get going on this, you'll notice that if you're doing all of these things the way that it's intended, the temperatures should start to go up. Now, can they go down? Yes, we can have a bad week. We can have a bad day. Uh, stuff happens. Uh, life happens. And so we can't rate ourselves and think that we're always going to be cooking and always going to be boiling uh, but we can do the best we can do. And so in the example where I said I only got three of the four workouts I intended to do, three out of four is actually pretty good. You could give that a good warm temperature um, and, and feel good. You know, you, you've done something. You're not just saying yes or no, I failed. I passed. This is a good way to say, you know, three quarters of the time I did well. That's that's pretty darn warm. Um, so bordering on hot and you can, you can give yourself that rating and understanding what you're doing. Um, so I did put together a little worksheet for this, uh, to walk you through it. Uh, it's, uh, the 40 plus fitness, I'm sorry, it's 40 plus fitness podcast.com forward slash N M S no M N S <laughs> 40 plus fitness podcast.com forward slash M N S. S. And that'll pull up a guide. Now I said to record this on a calendar, but I think when you first get started, it might be nice to have this uh, worksheet. So it'll walk you through the process. Uh, you won't need this worksheet forever because you'll start to remember how to do it, but it's good to have it written down. Um, and then as you go through and look at the words that are changing again, this having a record of this is going to really help you. Um, also again, if you don't remember the slip to success, you can get that guide. I'm going to have these links in, uh, the show notes for this episode. That's 40 plus fitness podcast forward slash five, four, five. So I hope you enjoyed this. It's, it's a new way that I'm checking in with my clients and I'm really enjoying it because it's, it's starting really good dialogues 
about why we feel the way we feel about our journey and what we can do to improve with a solid plan for the upcoming week. So I hope that works out for you. If, let me know. Uh, you can comment on this or you can join us in the Facebook group at 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash group. I'd love to see how you're, how the, you're using this and what results you're getting. Thank you. Welcome back, Raz. Hey, Alan. I love your new measurement about taking a temperature check and, and checking in with yourself. I think this is a really great uh, tool for people to use. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. Little bits and pieces of this came to me over time, you know, like the interview mm-hmm. with Tony and having something visual in front of you all the time. So you can mm-hmm. kind of see the, the things that you're doing right. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, talking to Alan Aragon and getting into, uh, you know, the way he was going about this, um, you know, uh, the people checking in and, and doing mm-hmm. it. And I was thinking, okay, well, you know, one, I want to cover the, the core things because you, you mm-hmm. can overmeasure, you know, you can be right. <laughs> you can yeah. waste a lot of time doing this and, and thinking through it and, you know, numbers and all that. And then I also went and said, okay, well, and I know that we did stoplights. I, I have one group. I'm still part of their mastermind and they do stoplights every week. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm puke yellow. Okay. I had, I had a little bit of green in there, a little bit of green oh, no. in there, you know, but no, it's, it. <laughs> and, oh, and so, yeah. So I was like, you know, I, I want a little bit more granularity there mm-hmm. so that someone can do that. And then uh, the practice of the words and, and knowing that, okay, the words we use are really important. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I think uh, the next solo episode I do, uh, which I'm not absolutely certain, but might, might actually be next week. Um, will be about that, about, you know, what are the words we're using when we're nice. talking about ourselves and we're talking about mm-hmm. our health and fitness mm-hmm. and, you know, you, what you might find over time. And, and, and this will, I'll see how this plays out, but you might actually start looking up new words to say hot. Um, sure. You know, you might spell it a little differently, like H W T, you know, sure. you're really feeling hot. Um, <laughs> so, you know, th- this can be fun. And, and mm-hmm. that's the other side of it is to realize that uh, self-reflection, self-assessment is not meant to be a punishment. It's meant to right. be a learning opportunity. Yes. And if you can make it fun and exciting for yourself to say, okay, I want to, I want to come up with a new word for, for what I'm doing here. Um, and you mentioned something earlier on the call, mm-hmm. you know, when we're talking about this being a learning experience is yeah. that you're not just learning from your failures, right? You're learning from your successes. Absolutely. Yeah. When I work with my clients, I have a really detailed training log I give them. And when they do a workout, hill repeats or speed drills or something, you know, I want them to write details on there. How was that workout? Was it hard? Did your legs feel heavy? Did you, how did you feel afterwards? Because most of the time, even though, you know, hill repeats are super hard, you feel really strong after that. And then after a couple of weeks of training, after doing that repeatedly, you know, you're advancing from maybe four or five times up a hill to six or eight times up a hill and you're still feeling really hard and you know it's a challenge but you're feeling even stronger and as you look back over your entire training log you can see the progress you made a lot easier and maybe not day to day or week to week but you do see it and you feel so much stronger for having accomplished all these things and then that propels you even forward it gives you a lot of confidence to tackle the next big challenge yeah, I, I, and I think that's really important for people to, mm-hmm. to recognize that self-awareness is a key yeah. component to change. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and when you start recognizing that things are working, then you can double down on those. And when things are not working, um, then you can, you can drop them and you can try yeah. something else, come up with a different strategy, use a different tactic. Um, you know, if you're, if you're doing a certain exercise and I'll tell you, it's you're doing a certain exercise and it hurts, stop. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. You're supposed to feel the muscle working, but you're not supposed to injure yourself doing right. an exercise. And so mm-hmm. we stop and that's, so that's feedback. Okay. When I do upright rows, mm-hmm. my shoulder hurts. Guess mm-hmm. what? I don't do anymore. Yeah. And I actually yes. cringe every time I see somebody in the gym doing it because I'm like, that's how you tear a rotator cuff. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, so, you know, just, just recognize that we have all this information from everything we do Mm -hmm. and journaling, or like I said, putting it on a calendar is, is Tony recommended with the X's. uh, And I recommend doing this because you can literally look across the month and say, wow, I had an awesome June. Look at that June, you know, all those hots and warms and it, you know, I compare that to May and May was, you know, lukewarm and, and mm-hmm. cold. And, and now I'm, I'm getting a lot more hots and I'm getting a lot stronger and my, mm-hmm. my body weight is going down. And, mm-hmm. and then I notice if I start re- recording a few, you know, lower ranges that, okay, s- something's changed. I've, mm-hmm. I've got to, I've got to diagnose that and I've got to right. do something different. Yeah. Well, like you even mentioned the, Uh, self-care aspect of it. If you're not getting a lot of sleep or if you're on vacation and not eating your right foods, then you may not perform quite as well, but all of this works together. And if you can pay attention to all these little details together, then it would make sense if you're not hitting the marks that you're used to hitting and you have to give yourself some grace there. (laughs) If you're on vacation and you're not sleeping well and not eating well, well, you know what? You're having vacation. That's important for self-care. That's that's a hot spot right there. That's even though your movement may not be. Yeah. And, and that's, that's kind of the key. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I did put the slip to success as a, as a part of this discussion, because yeah. I want, I really want to put forward that this is your opportunity to use this for learning. So you can go, I did an episode, you can go to the podcast page, um, 40 plus fitness podcast, um, forward slash podcast, and you can look up slip to success and you probably find awesome. that episode, but I, I do have the guide. So you can go to 40 plus fitness podcast.com forward slash slip and get the slip to success guide. It's not a huge thing. It's a one page PDF to walk you through the process. And then as you're working through your temperature check, I have a worksheet, uh, you know, 40 plus fitness podcast.com forward slash MNS. And you can just download that worksheet and and use that for your starter to understand how the process works for you, get comfortable with it. And then you probably won't need that worksheet after that. And so I'd I'd encourage you to consider doing it on a calendar, uh, or you can just print out a bunch of worksheets and just put them in a binder and, and, Mm -hmm. and do your weekly check-ins or however frequently makes the most sense for you. Um, you know, every four days, once a week, you know, whatever you feel is, is, is a good reminder for you to sit down and, and, and tweak things on your go forward. So to take the lessons learned and move forward uh, with that is, is really, really important. Yep. Download. That would be great. All right. Well, I'll talk to you next week. Awesome. Take care. Okay. Next time on the 40 plus fitness podcast, we're going to discuss a mindset issue around the words that you use to describe your journey until then have a happy and healthy week.